Hey, ladies. All right. This episode is going to be super short, but to the point, because as I was walking today, I was thinking about our recent conversations about spiritual warfare and just how, I mean, like if you're not aware, Satan is after you. If you are a follower of Christ, given your heart to Jesus, ask him to be Lord and savior of your life. And you are seeking to live for him and with him. Um, Satan's onto you. And if he's not onto you, then most likely you are probably not following Jesus very closely. So do with that what you will do with that what you will uh, do an assessment. Are you facing struggles? Are you facing strongholds? Are you feeling under attack, under oppression? Is, is Satan coming after you, after your family? If so, after your body, after your business, if so, then be encouraged, be encouraged because we know, we absolutely know second Corinthians 10 tells us the weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. All right. We demolish strongholds in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We have weapons in this fight, in this spiritual fight that are readily at our disposal, you know, I've been in the new Testament, I've been in acts and just the, how the church is forming and how people are coming to believe in Christ and receiving the Holy spirit at the time of conversion or at baptism. It's happening differently. I have lots of questions about it, but I'm studying it and going deeper. And, you know, the God's word tells us that we receive our spiritual gifts. We receive the weapons that we fight spiritual warfare when we receive the Holy Spirit. So whether you feel like it or not, on a day-to-day basis, you actually have weapons at your disposal to do battle with right here, right now, right in the middle of your struggle with your body, right in the middle of your struggle in your marriage, right in the middle of the fight for your family, right in the middle of your struggle for your business. You have everything that you need to do warfare with the enemy. And I also am thinking as I was walking this morning and thinking about how to share with you guys this, that, you know, we so often think, oh, I need to have all the right things to do warfare for my body. I have to have all the right resources or I have to be the perfect mom to do battle for my, my kids. You know, I have to I have to look a certain way or I have to to be a certain way to do battle for my marriage. Well, that's not true. All you need is the word of God. All you need is the scripture that is probably in your hand, in your home right now. And, you know, in Revelations, it talks about Jesus coming back. He's coming on a white, white horse and he's not carrying, he's not carrying like guns and, and armor and all these things. It says a double-edged sword is coming out of his mouth. And that is the word of God. Jesus is doing battle when he comes back with the word of God. And that's all he needs. That's all we need. And so my question for you today on this very short episode of living on mission is, are you, are you investing in the areas that you need to do warfare the most in in the areas of your life that you are doing spiritual battle? I don't know what it is for you. I don't know what it is for you. A lot of, I talk a lot about family. I talk a lot about fitness. I talk a lot about business. You know, those are really the, the major areas that I sense God calling me to do battle right now in my life. But no matter where you're doing battle, like, are you just sitting there letting the battle happen to you? Or are you investing, are you investing in the things and the resources and the scriptures and the time and the effort and the energy 
that it takes to actually do battle with what has got what God has given you. Because I think I'm afraid that as Christian women, we're under this misconception that, yeah, Jesus is there. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God. He's interceding for us. Um, you know, the Holy Spirit is in us. He is, he is um, convicting us. He's discerning. He's doing things, you know, for us. But we have to be actually being a part of that. Jesus didn't save us and just say, go sit in a corner. I'll do all the work. No, he invites us into the fight. He invites us into the warfare. He invites us into a deeper relationship with him as we get to fight the battles alongside of him that are happening in our lives today. And so my question is, are you sitting there letting spiritual warfare just happen to you and flood over you and you're complaining about it and you're like, oh, I'm under attack, I'm under oppression? Or are you actively fighting with the things that God has given you to do warfare with, all right? So if you are struggling, just as an example, if you are struggling in your marriage, if you're struggling with your spouse, if you're struggling to be intimate or to, to enjoy each other or to get over get over a hurt or a major sin in your marriage or just maybe years of neglect in your marriage as you are raising kids, are you arming yourself with scripture? Are you looking for scripture? Are you, are you pursuing your spouse? Are you looking for ways to build them up and not tear them down? Are you claiming verses like Matthew 19, five through six, where Jesus says he's He's quoting the Old Testament, but he says, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife and the two will become one flesh. Are you seeking to become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Why do you think that that very last part is in there? We say it at weddings. We quote it. Let no one separate. God knew, Jesus knew that marriage would be under attack. He knew that people would try to destroy us healthy marriages, healthy homes. And when they did that, that culture, society would go out of control. It's happening in our world today. Let no one separate. Are you part of the problem? Are you part of the spiritual warfare because your mindset is bad? You're not, you're not asking for forgiveness. You're not seeking forgiveness. You're not seeking reconciliation. You're not seeking a closer relationship with your spouse. Are you actually on the other side fighting? Are you claiming scripture? Are you asking God to convict your heart? Are you walking closer to your, to your Lord and closer to your spouse? Are you praying for your spouse? Are you looking for books? Are you seeking counseling? Are you actively fighting by investing in things that you need to do to fight the battle? Or are you just sitting there letting your marriage fall apart and letting Satan win? Like, that's my question for you. And I'm asking you this because I've been there. Like I've been there. I've been the victim. I've played the victim. Oh, I am in this marriage where my spouse doesn't pursue me. Um, I'm in this marriage where he cares more about something else than he does about me. I'm in this marriage where whatever lies Satan was planting in my head, right? But when I decided to become an active participant in my marriage and an active participant in my walk with Christ and arm myself with scripture and pray about it and, and read books and 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 have you know godly conversations with other women, that's when things started to change. All right. So that's just one example. Another example, you know, I talk to women every single day who are battling issues in their fitness, are battling binge eating, are battling the, the lack of desire to work out, are battling years and years of food abuse with food to their bodies. 
I talk to lots and lots of women who are victims, who are victims of this spiritual warfare. And I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that Satan does not want you to be healthy. Satan does not want you to start taking care of your body. Satan does not want you to eat healthy. Satan does not want that because he knows that when you are sitting under the influence of junk food, of sugar, of alcohol, of aspartame, of fried foods, of fast foods, when you're sitting under that cloud, that fog that's in your brain that comes from that, you are ineffective for the kingdom. You are ineffective for the kingdom in your home. You are ineffective for the kingdom in your marriage. You are ineffective for the kingdom in your business. Satan wants you to lose this battle for your body, but you don't have to sit there and be a victim. You can actually be an active participant in the warfare for your body by searching scripture, by claiming scripture, by meditating on scripture, by fasting and asking God to help you, by reading books or devotions or things or getting a nutrition plan or getting a coach, starting to work out, going for a walk. Going for a walk is an investment in your health. Going for a walk is an investment in fighting the battle for your body and for your health and fitness. I love Ezra 10.4. I absolutely love Ezra 10.4 in this matter. Rise up. This matter is in your hands. We will support you. So take courage and do it. Are you actively rising up to do battle against the enemy and surrounding yourself with women who are saying, I will support you as you try to make healthier decisions. I will encourage you as you try to make healthier decisions. I will be there to, to smack that brownie out of your hand as you were trying to make healthier decisions. Are you sitting there? with the Oreos in one hand, the TV remote in the other and saying, I'm just so unhealthy. I can't do it. That is not being an active participant in spiritual battle for your body. All right. So are you investing in what you need to, to fight the good fight for your body in your business? Same thing. Again, I talk to women every single day who say, Rachel, I want to build a business. I just can't do it. I want to do this. I just don't know how to make reels. I want to build a business, but people keep telling me no. I want to build a business, but I just can't find the time, right? Listen, if you have not identified this yet, that is spiritual battle. That is spiritual battle. If God has given you a business to build, he has given you everything that you need to do it. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy because if it was easy, you wouldn't have to lean on him. You wouldn't have to trust him. You wouldn't learn spiritual lessons by showing up to fight the good fight against the doubts in your head, against the lies that the enemy's telling you against all those things. If it wasn't hard, or if there weren't moments where it was hard, you would never need to lean on Jesus. And Satan also, just like the fight for your body and your marriage and your family, if God has given you a business to build and you are a Jesus following girl, and it's something that it, it has the opportunity to actually give glory to the Lord, Satan does not want you to build that business. So yeah, he's going to put obstacles in your way. He's going to fill your head with lies and doubt and comparison and complacency. He's going to make you steward your time poorly. Um, he's going to tell you, you don't have gifts. He's going to tell you, you can't do it like somebody else, but you get to fight back. You get to fight back with scripture. You get to fight back by investing in personal development. You get to fight back by surrounding yourself with women who are like you, who are driven, who are motivated, who are encouraging, who are doing the work as well. 
you get to fight back for your business every single day by taking action. And again, I've been in acts lately and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love Paul. I love to see the church grow. I love to see these early believers um, who are out there fighting the good fight and spreading the gospel. But do you know something that I think a lot of people don't realize about Paul is that, yes, he was traveling from town to town to town to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, to bring Jews and Gentiles to, to the saving faith in Jesus Christ. But you know what he was doing the whole time he was traveling? He was working. He was building a tent building business. He was actually working with his hands to earn income so that he did not have to rely on anyone so that he could go and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. He actually worked a business as a tent maker. And I'm not talking about little pop-up tents. I'm talking about these really, really heavy canvas tents that people lived in and used for shelter. Paul was a businessman. He worked a job while he spread the gospel of Christ. And you know what else I love? Acts 18, 13 tells us, I'm sorry, it's Acts 18, 3 says that he went to um, Corinth where he found a Jew named Aquila. Um, and G Aquila... Um, and his wife Priscilla were also tent makers. They were of the same occupation. So while he was there, he stayed with them and he worked and he talked about Jesus. Paul surrounded himself with people who were workers just like him. He surrounded himself with people who were craftsmen and tradesmen just like him. And while he was there, they talked about Jesus and spread the gospel of Christ. If you are a business owner, and you are struggling in growing your business, listen, one of your weapons of warfare is to surround yourself with other believing women who are doing the work and taking action and spurring you on to good things in your business. Like I love that revelation God gave me just this week when it comes to fighting for my business. Yeah, I could sit here and do it alone and complain it's hard and complain that I lack the motivation or I could show up to my team calls, or I could get on my corporate trainings, or I could crack open a book that was written by another businessman or woman who can give me advice and encouragement and tips to build my own business, right? Like that's how we invest in the fight for this part of our life, all right? So again, I said this is going to be quick and it's going to be short, but my challenge for you today my challenge for you today is say, um, have I identified the areas of my life where spiritual warfare is happening? Have I taken action to actually go out and search scripture, to pray about it, to talk to someone that I trust? Listen, and you got to be careful with that. Don't just go talk to anybody. Like, make sure you talk to someone who's rooted in the word of God, who's going to give you godly advice. But before you do that, get into the word of God for yourself and say, God, show me, give me scripture, give me verses. Holy Spirit, convict me of any sin that's getting in the way of me being able to fight this battle. Arm yourself with a book that was written by a man or woman of God to help you in that area of life. Pray, seek the Lord, do it over and over and over. Invest in the things and the time and the energy and the effort that you need to, to actually fight the spiritual battles that are happening in your life. And do not, do not, and sit there and play the victim and let Satan win. That's my encouragement for you today. I pray it does help you. Pray it motivates you to do something, to take action, to get up off the bench and to get into the game and to get into fighting the very, very real spiritual warfare that's happening 
all around us if we are followers of Christ. If this encouraged you, send me a message. Tell me how I can pray for you. Share this episode of this podcast in your stories. Tag me. I would love to share whatever you do that. But listen, we are living on mission for Christ. And if you are doing that, Satan is on to you. If you are living on mission for knowing Christ and making him known in the world around you, Satan is on to you and he is attacking and he is doing it sometimes stealthily, sometimes obviously, but he's going to do whatever he can to make you complacent and less effective for the kingdom. So we have to be aware. We have to identify that where that's happening. We have to ask God to show us where our sin, sinfulness is getting in the way and seek repentance. And then we got to get in the battle and we got to fight. Okay. If you're with me, let's do it.